Hello and welcome to the Bankers podcast series, Banking Under Pressure, exploring how the financial services industry is coping with the COVID pandemic. I'm Joy McKnight, Managing Editor of The Banker, and my guest this week is John Hunter, Head of Banking and Fiduciaries at Finance Isle of Man, an executive agency of the Department for Enterprise, which aims to promote and develop the Isle of Man's financial and professional services industry. John, thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome, and thank you very much for inviting me along to talk. Um, So how have the banks in the self-governing British Crown Dependency operationally adapted to the coronavirus? Um, The the adaptation has been incredibly quick. Um, The Isle of Man has a reputation for innovation, so the challenges of adapting working models came fairly easily to the island. Um, We've got a very strong, stable, leading IT infrastructure, which has enabled the banks to quickly move to remote working, probably for around 90% of their staff. Um, They've been, probably the big challenge for them was maintaining a branch presence and face-to-face customer contact. And they've adapted their premises, uh, reduced the staff. Um, It's really been a process of adaptation that's gone very, very well. The remote working model has been incredibly successful, and I believe to the point where it will manifestly change the way that the the banks are operating in our jurisdiction. And how is the government supporting the financial and professional services sector? I think the financial and professional services sector are part of the wider Arnaban economy. and the Arnaban government acted really quickly and decisively in terms of supporting business, really in general, um, a business support team to assist immediate cash flow issues in the hardest hit sectors, which in turn, of course, has helped the banks in servicing their customers, a strategic capacity scheme aimed at uh, helping the tourist sector, which, as you can imagine, um, has been particularly hard hit by the COVID-19 environment, the Manx Earnings Replacement Allowance, for those that have been displaced by work. Um, interestingly enough, a business adaptation grant supporting businesses um, where they're seeking to change markets or change their operating model. So government's helping to facilitate that change. And that could be away from physical presence and face-to-face to more of a digital presence. Um, there's been tremendous support from the banks in delivering a disruption loan guarantee arrangement and that's supported by all of the major banks on the island. Um, And by providing a government guarantee to release up to 60 million pounds worth of new working capital for businesses um, to help them through um, their cash flow issues uh, during the current lockdown period. Uh, What more should be done, do you think, or what more needs to be done? Um, I think that the, the island has one massive benefit, which is significant space. We're 225 square miles with just 85,000 people. And it does actually lend itself to successful remote working um, and innovation. We've we've got large numbers of banking staff working from home. And probably the next steps is clearly is to support and help people return to office working where needed. And we're working on those plans at the moment actively with the banking and the financial services sector to enable that to happen. Um, but I think the next step is that there'll be real support for, from the government for, for businesses seeking to move to more digital operating models. We've obviously seen a huge increase in the use of e-documents, uh, e-signatures, 
And these, in turn, will become incredibly important now um, as businesses transition their operating models um, much more to the digital world. Um, I think the, the fact that so many of our financial services businesses have transitioned to having staff working in remote locations, um, that that will start to become more of the norm. Um, and that's going to be quite a fundamental change in terms of how banks in particular uh, operate. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of the other participants participants in this uh, Banking Under Pressure series has really also highlighted that uh, acceleration in terms of digital transformation of the industry. Um, I wanted to go back to talk a little bit about sort of you mentioned how obviously COVID-19 is really impacting the tourism industry, um, but what, you know, what do you think the expected impact is going to be on the financial services industry in the future? Uh, fortunately, to date, um, the impact on the, the financial services sector has not been that great. It's, it's very robust and resilient. Um, and it's mainly impacted on the, say for the banking sector, for the operational model. Um, the banking sector as a whole here has seen deposits rise during COVID-19, um, as is lending. Um, so the main impact has been on where people physically work. Um, with the Isle of Man with space uh, not being at a, at a premium, there's ample disaster recovery premises. So the ability to spread workforces into different offices, to have more physical space um, and multiple location working. It's one of the benefits of the island that is that, 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 that space. Um, the changes we see, I think, will reflect the new working practices. It is that increase of the digital, digital delivery, uh, the channels for, for the, you know, those delivery channels for customers, I think are going to be a, a key priority. We will see much more in terms of um, less face-to-face -face and maybe more use of the Zooms, the Microsoft Teams. Um, we are actually already seeing some digital solutions businesses being formed on the island um, to serve the, the wider financial services sector in delivering digital solutions and allowing multi-operational site working. The fact that there are new players coming to the market um, will help the acceleration and the change of those working practices. Excellent. So you're seeing a lot of innovation already happening. Yeah, the island has has a, a real track record of innovation. Um, and with the IT uh, infrastructure here, it's the ideal place for these businesses to come, set up, develop. Um, there's a, a very, very close public-private partnership and tremendous support available from the government for these new businesses that are setting up. Uh, we have, have grant systems of up to 40% for new businesses to locate here. Um, and I say I know one digital solutions business in particular that's already in the throes of, of forming a new venture from here to service the financial services sector in particular. Excellent. Um, so my last question is really about how you think that the COVID-19 situation um, will impact the Isle of Man's business strategy with specifically with regards to the financial sector um, as it ref refreshes its Vision 2020 plan? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, the economic landscape has definitely changed and 
and changed changed for the long term. Um, the Isle of Man, however, remains an international financial centre of international repute, operating to the highest anti-money laundering standards and at the forefront of international tax transparency. And I think these issues will definitely come to the fore and being in a well-regulated jurisdiction will never uh, be more important. So nothing has effectively changed here in terms of our financial services sector. Uh, businesses have found innovative ways to engage with their global clients. And in fact, we've seen an increase in such contact uh, as a result of COVID-19 is that the engagement between businesses and their non-island based customers actually increases as a result of the use of technology uh, rather than decreases because of, because of COVID-19. So we're actually expecting business levels to increase. Um, you know, the island's demonstrated it's a robust and resilient operating environment. It has a cost base that makes it highly attractive to place banking operations support services here because we have an abundance of space and our cost base is generally lower than most comparative jurisdictions. We have a leading IT infrastructure. We have a government that's prepared to support in all of these areas. Uh, and in fact, we granted two new banking licenses in the past 18 months under the alternative banking re regime and further are still expected. So whilst there will undoubtedly be challenges um, in, in the short term, uh, we still foresee the resilience of the financial services sector here, uh, the strength of the government um, and the way that COVID-19 has been dealt with uh, put us in a great place uh, for the future. Great. Well, thank you so much for your insights, John. And thanks to our audience for listening. Keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and Acast, and follow our discussions at thebanker.com slash podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.